Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shaws. This week, of course, we're continuing with the tale of Beauty and the Beast. And so far, we've met Beauty, we've met the Beast, we've met the merchant, Beauty's father, and all of his other children. And Beauty has gone off to live with the Beast. And she's been there about two days, and on the first night... She had a most marvelous dream where she met a prince, and the beast the next day came to her and asked her to marry him. She said no, of course, I mean, they have known each other for a day and a half at this point. Beauty has then had another dream of the same handsome prince, and in this dream the princess said to her, why are you so unkind to me? And she still doesn't get it. Well. Let's see if she gets it today, in Beauty and the Beast, Part 7. This morning, she decided to amuse herself in the garden, for the sun shone and all the fountains were playing, but she was astonished to find that every place was familiar to her, and presently she came to the brook where the myrtle trees were growing where she had first met the prince in her dream and that made her think more than ever that he must be kept a prisoner of the beast. When she was tired, she went back to the palace and found a new room full of materials for every kind of work, ribbons to make into bows and silks to work into flowers. Then there was an aviary full of rare birds, which were so tame that they flew to beauty as soon as they saw her and perched upon her shoulders and her head. Pretty little creatures, she said. How I wish that your cage was nearer to my room, that I might often hear you sing. So saying, she opened a door and found to her delight that it led into her own room, though she had thought it was quite on the other side of the palace. There were more birds in a room farther on, parrots and cockatoos that could talk, and they greeted Beauty by name. Indeed, she found them so entertaining that she took one or two back to her room, and they talked to her while she ate her supper, after which... The beast paid her his usual visit, and asked the same questions as before, and then, with a gruff good night, he took his departure, and Beauty went to bed to dream of her mysterious prince. The days passed swiftly in different amusements, and after a while Beauty found out another strange thing in the palace, which often pleased her when she was tired of being alone. There was one room which she had not noticed particularly, it was empty except that under each of the windows stood a very comfortable chair, and the first time she had looked out of the window it had seemed to her that a black curtain prevented her from seeing anything outside. But the second time she went into the room, happening to be tired, she sat down in one of the chairs, when instantly the curtain was rolled aside and a most amusing pantomime was acted before her. There were dances and colored lights and music and pretty dresses, and it was all so gay that beauty was in ecstasies. After that, she tried the other seven windows in turn, and there was some new and surprising entertainment to be seen from each of them, so that Beauty could never feel lonely any more. Every evening after supper the Beast came to her, and always before saying good night, asked her in his terrible voice, Beauty, will you marry me? And it seemed to Beauty, now she understood him better, that when she said, No, Beast, he went away quite sad. But her happy dreams of the handsome young prince 
soon made her forget the poor beast, and the only thing that at all disturbed her was to be constantly told to distrust appearances, to let her heart guide her and not her eyes, and many other equally perplexing things, which, consider as she would, she could not understand. So everything went on for a long time, until, happy as she was, Beauty began to long for the sight of her father and her brothers and sisters, and one night, seeing her look very sad, the beast asked her what was the matter. Beauty had quite ceased to be afraid of him. Now she knew that he was really gentle in spite of his ferocious looks and his dreadful voice, so she answered that she was longing to see her home once more. Upon hearing this, the beast seemed sadly distressed and cried miserably. Ah, Beauty, have you the heart to desert an unhappy beast like this? What more do you want to make you happy? Is it because you hate me that you want to escape? No, dear beast, answered Beauty softly. I do not hate you, and I should be very sorry never to see you any more, but I long to see my father again. Only let me go for two months, and I promise to come back to you and stay for the rest of my life. The beast, who had been sighing dolefully while she spoke, now replied, I cannot refuse anything you ask, even though it should cost me my life. Take the four boxes you will find in the room next to your own and fill them with everything you wish to take with you. But remember your promise, and come back when the two months are over, for you may have cause to repent it. For if you do not come in good time, you will find your faithful beast dead. You will not need any chariot to bring you back. Only say goodbye to all your brothers and sisters the night before you come away, and when you have gone to bed, turn this ring round upon your finger and say firmly, I wish to go back to my palace and see my beast again. Good night, beauty. Fear nothing. Sleep peacefully, and before long you shall see your father once more. And that is part seven of Beauty and the Beast. We see a foreshadowing of something not so great to come for our friend the Beast. But Beauty is going to get to go home and visit with her family once more. This is Dan Schultz for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. We'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always... Thank you so much for listening.